When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Jeff Hartman, senior editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for a the very first, the very first Mike Tomlin press conference recap of the 2021 NFL regular season as the Pittsburgh Steelers prepare to play the Buffalo Bills in a huge AFC showdown between, I would say, two AFC powerhouses. Uh, Some don't view the Steelers as a powerhouse. The Bills clearly are in that conversation. Nonetheless, Mike Tomlin was in front of media on Tuesday, I believe at Heinz Field, I could be wrong, and he was answering questions about everything under the sun. Now, to start the game, uh, to start the game, to start the uh, press conference, he talked about the upcoming game. This was also after he spoke about Tunch Ilkin, um, and he talked about what Tunch Ilkin meant to the Steelers and to him and the organization. Uh, he, he sent his condolences, obviously, to the Ilkin family. He then talked glowingly about the Buffalo Bills uh, coaching staff. Obviously, he played college football with Coach McDermott up there in Buffalo. He talked about Leslie Frazier. Went on to talk about the players, everyone from uh, quarterback Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, even Emmanuel Sanders, former Pittsburgh Steeler, who's now up in Buffalo. Talked about the defense in Edmonds in the middle. Yes, that's Terrell's brother. Uh, talked about uh, White, the cornerback. I mean, he really just and, – and let's be honest. The Buffalo Bills are a really good football team. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. So he waxed the Bills' car in midseason four, made him sound like the 1985 Chicago Bears. And then after that, he kind of opened it up for questions. I personally was ah stunned that he did not address the T.J. Watt uh, contract situation during his monologue, if you want to call it that. Instead, he waited until the very first question, which was, he was asked about T.J. Watt's status. Was he going to play? Is a contract going to get done? Mike Tomlin said that he is, quote, optimistic that a deal will get done before the first game on Sunday at 1 o'clock Eastern time in Orchard Park, New York. But he did say that he also expects T.J. Watt to return to practice Wednesday. That is the first official practice of the week one prep. And it's the first reported practice as well where the Steelers will have to release an injury report, etc. Now, when we're talking about T.J. Watt, Mike Tomlin went on to say that 
He's not really concerned about the fact that Watt has not been at practice. He's not concerned that Watt has missed preseason games. He said that he remembers watching Aaron Donald after he set out, basically did the same thing that Watt had, not necessarily from a contractual standpoint, but from a play standpoint. And he watched him go out and just do Aaron Donald things. He said that uh, TJ Watt is quote unquote not normal in that regard and that he should be just fine. Um, and, and obviously, we have articles on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com that you can check out about what he said about TJ Watt. Uh, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this podcast. Clearly, he's expecting a deal to get done. He's optimistic a deal gets done. He's expecting TJ Watt to also play. He is under contract. Keep that in mind. Uh, Mike Tomlin went on to say about injuries for the Pittsburgh Steelers from a health standpoint. This is a quote. Quote, from a health standpoint, I think we're in a really good spot. End quote. Talked about having all players that are on the 53-man roster expected to be available to the team and to practice on Wednesday. Again, Wednesday will be the first injury report that is released. The perfect injury report would be no players listed. And that would mean that every single player on the 53-man roster was a full participant in practice. We'll see how that goes. But in the meantime, he is optimistic in regards to the health of those players. Tomlin would go on to talk about a lot of other stuff, and he was asked questions about TJ Watt's overall snap count availability. Uh, he said they're going to play that by ear. Um, really just asked a lot about, as well as the injured players on the injured reserve list. So if you forget, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, are a team that put three players on the injured reserve list. That was Stefan Tuitt, Zach Banner, and Anthony McFarland. Now, he spoke about those three players, and he said that Zach Banner didn't really suffer a setback. That was the question that was asked of Mike Tomlin. He said he didn't really, they didn't, there was really no setback. Uh, That wasn't really a situation. He said sometimes it takes players different times to recover from these. That's a serious injury. ACL is a serious injury. And he said that even early on in their process, because Devin Bush also tore his ACL, it was Zach Banner, as Tomlin put it, was dragging him along. Um, And then, Obviously, Banner's been the ones that's dealt with some of those issues uh, more so in the uh, in the in the most recent time, and that's why he's going to start the year on uh, injured reserve. In case you don't know, injured reserve does not mean what it used to mean. It used to mean that they had to sit out a minimum of eight games. Now it's three, and they don't they can bring all of these players back. It's not the former. Uh, you can assign one player to return and things of that nature. The the, the game has changed in this regard dramatically so the Steelers have those three players he was asked about Stefan Tuitt's knee asked if it was a new injury he said it was very unfortunate uh they're hopeful that he'll be back sooner or later and he did not have a lot of information about uh Anthony McFarland uh so really kind of curious to see how that plays out for those individuals um ultimately though um there were other topics of discussion clearly the Steelers uh if you notice the we did a breaking news podcast on our podcast platform. Uh, that I believe that was Tuesday when the Steelers released their first uh, depth chart. And on that depth chart, there was no position or no player listed at the cornerback or nickel or slot position. He was asked about that. Mike Tomlin said basically he did that on purpose. Uh, not only do they have several players that they feel could fit that role, but also he doesn't want to really put that out there to help the other team. So in other words, if he says, well, the slot cornerback is Arthur Millette, the Buffalo Bills know to prepare for Arthur Millette. What are his tendencies? So the less information out there, he's doing it as the better. Some 
uh, are viewing it as they don't have a slot cornerback and they're basically still going into the season with let's throw whatever we have against the wall and hopefully something sticks. Whatever the case may be, Mike Tomlin said that that's still basically a position that they're filling on an as-needed basis, as scary as that sounds. Uh, Mike Tomlin also spoke about the newest member of the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. That's Akello Witherspoon. Witherspoon was acquired from the Seattle Seahawks via trade, and he was asked, really, what are the plans for him? He said that he's hopeful that he's going to be able to help them in some way. Early on, he did mention other players, mainly Joe Hayden, who was acquired before the start of the season that they were able to get acclimated he felt that Witherspoon has been in several systems Uh, some of those are similar to what the Steelers like to do and so he's hopeful that Witherspoon will be able to get out there and actually help the Steelers defense in some way shape or form even in week one against Buffalo and will that be against Stefan Diggs he did no one knows at this point but he did mention that Cam Sutton will be playing both inside and outside so Something to keep an eye on when it comes to the Steelers' defense as they get ready for the Buffalo Bills. Someone who's kind of been on the back burner recently, uh, just based on the fact the Steelers haven't been playing, was Joe Schobert. Joe Schobert was a topic of discussion for Mike Tomlin, and he said as, quote, his above-the-neck game has been as expected. He can blitz, he can cover, he can tackle. We're excited about watching him compete with our group, and that's obviously Schobert's first action with the Pittsburgh Steelers since they traded with the Jacksonville Jaguars to acquire the inside linebacker to pair up with Devin Bush. Starting in week one should be a very dynamic duo on the inside of the defense. Tomlin was also asked about the Steelers starting three rookies on offense, um, and actually if you want to count a fourth, considering Dan Moore will be at left tackle, Najee Harris at running back, uh, if you want to look at Kendrick Green, obviously, at center. And then you also have Pat Fryermuth, although he might not be the starting tight end. That might be Eric Ebron. He's still going to have a lot of starters on the offensive side of the ball. Shockingly, it was Tomlin that said that Dan Moore, who was a fourth-round draft pick out of Texas A&M, he said that he came in with more than they anticipated. And what he meant by that is that when Dan Moore, when they signed him, when they drafted him, they weren't expecting him to come in and be as ready as he was. And since then, all he's done is prove that he is a capable left tackle at the NFL level. And so that alone really could have been considered a a godsend for the Steelers with Zach Banner not ready to come back from his knee injury. With Chooksakor for having the versatility to play both the left and the right, they can then use Dan Moore at his more comfortable position of left tackle, moving Akor for to the right side, and then it kind of completes that five-man front. Does that mean that they're not going to have any hiccups? No, but it means that Dan Moore came into this training camp not just in shape, not just well-conditioned, but better than the Steelers anticipated, and that's really important, and that shows a lot of promise for Dan Moore as a potential starter down the road. So that was about the nuts and bolts of Mike Tomlin's first official press conference of the regular season. If you want to check out the full press conference in its entirety, all you have to do is head to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You can check out any article that's based on Tomlin's comments, whether that's the article about TJ Watt being available on Wednesday or or expected to return to practice Wednesday, the injury report article that will run a little bit later in the afternoon. All of these articles will not only have this podcast, but also the full clip of Mike Tomlin's uh, press conference and his Q&A session with the media below it. So make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com early and often for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Also, if you're listening to this podcast in the article and didn't know about our podcast platform, make sure you check out 
wherever you get your podcast, any platform that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, uh, Spotify, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you do not miss a thing. That's shows like my Let's Ride every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning, the live mic on Tuesday, the Steeler Stat Geek on Thursday. We have a whole new noon lineup, whether that's the Fantasy Football Fix with Jeremy Betts, the Cutting Room Floor with Jeffrey Benedict. We have the Ohioans with the Steelers Power Half Hour. Uh, we have What Yin's Talking About and the War Room with Maddie Peverell. And then all of our PM content remains the same, the Steelers Preview, the Steelers Hangover, Friday Nights with Tony, the Touchdown Under, Know Your Enemy, the Scobro Show. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone, but you understand the, the pregame. Uh, it's it's a tremendous platform. Make sure you follow us and check us out there. All right, folks, that does it for me. Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor behind the SteelCurtain.com. As we always finish it out here, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Go Steelers.